Well, hello, everybody. It's Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching The Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay. Oh, on today's episode, we're going to get into these capital arrests, the gay and bigoted invaders that have been outed, Sex in the City, Drag Race, Xenoverse Hercules, Trump administration's final bigoted acts, a trans-affirming priest, a Cadbury cream eggs commercial kerfuffle, and a Popper's subscription. How's that? Well, it's just it's just a plethora of a variety. It's just a lot. <laughs> a smorgasbord. You know, we like to say we do the news and the nonsense. We're going to give you some of both. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds what? me of Sam's Town, that buffet they had in Shreveport when we were doing. Remember that? Remember that? That, that big. It went for for. I mean, it wasn't just one room. It was several rooms. I mean, and, I prefer that. A buffet should be an oasis. You know, if you can get one of everything on one plate, it's not a buffet. No, you just, you know. and, 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 and a lazy meal. And I have to say, and I don't mean this as any kind of fat shaming or any, well, good for you to go to those buffets, but there were some very large chairs. They were extra large chairs that they put in there to accommodate some of their clientele. It was, they, it was thought out that same. Yes. There's some things you shouldn't be able to get for 1999. You know, I don't trust your filet mignon or, you know, if it's a $20 all you can eat. Yeah, even you know shrimp. Seafood. I'm not sure about the shrimp. Uh, you, you, you know, it's uh, there's. There, I always say you, there's a few things you do not want. You don't want day old sushi. Mm -hmm. You just you know there. There's a few. There, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. We've you already digressed. You don't want LASIK from a Groupon. You know, there's mm -hmm. certain things you just don't want a discount on. I want to know it's expensive. They're, they they. It's not just LASIK. They have plastic surgery Groupons. Plastic yeah, surgery. I go, no, 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 no. I don't want my neck done for, by you. I don't know why I do that. When you're ready to move on and then I want to say one more thing, I don't know why I act like that isn't going to you down a whole other rodeo. Like I'm you never going to get the last one. I'm never, ne never going to get the last one. Hey, everybody. How are you? Real question. Real answer. Checking in. Because uh, I'll be real honest. Yesterday and today have been hard for me. I'm fine. Don't worry. The pills are working. But I can feel it sitting sort of high in my chest and like the warmth behind my eyes when I settle for a minute. How are you, Del? How are you, Del Shores? I'm actually better than you. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> and I don't that mean that fair. in mental health. That's like my mother. I say, well, we're better than them. Uh, no, yeah, I. Just in general. But how's your being? How's your being? I, it's actually good. I have to. I have to say. Uh, I did something and I, 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 I highly recommend it. I started before I go to bed each night, I literally write out a schedule for me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it has been really helping me to stay on track, to keep me from uh, using more, multiple projects as procrastination because I do yeah. that. I go, oh, yeah. oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And then I end up doing nothing. So I'm I'm being very productive. I'm I am you know what I'm getting to work with you right now, uh, not this second, but we are writing and it is so much fun. So I, I had know. a great day today. We can't tell y'all. We'll tell you when we can. But now we're back to acting like we hadn't seen each other all week when we spent all day on the Facetime working. Um, but everybody else, you know, I feel like 
this is such a moment for everybody to remember to find what works for you, right? You need lists that helps you focus. Absolutely. Other people, I posted on Instagram yesterday, just said, hey, today was rough for me. How's everybody? And other people find lists pressure because if they don't get it all done at the end of the day, they feel like a failure. So whatever you're doing, everybody remember, you know yourself and what you need to do. But I'm finding a lot of people, the combination of New Year's, not being able to turn a new leaf, the January doldrums, you know, the complete destruction of basic foundations of democracy and whatnot are weighing heavily on folks. Yeah, it's 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 tough, and I I, I want to I I understand what you said about those lists too because it stresses me out a little bit too. But I have done I've I've altered my mental about uh, list, and now I allow myself to carry over. So yep. it it still helps, and I carry over, and I don't and, and I don't beat myself up. I don't beat myself up if I don't get to it. It's okay. I think that's the big compromise, right? Being okay with like, great, I made a plan for today. And if all you managed to do was get out of the bed and put on pants and move to the couch, call that a win, move everything else to the list for tomorrow and try again. Don't judge yourself for what you did or didn't. It's good to have a plan. And if you don't do the plan, make it the next plan. Absolutely. I have not gotten to get to, to putting on pants yet, but other than that, I- I It's I, overrated. I, it's I should, let me- let me add that to my list. I will let y'all know I put on pants for this show. It's the only thing I put them on. For I do, I have them on too. I have them on too. Look, and I have really cute boots on. Well, um, oh, they are. When Dell and I work during the wet day, uh-uh, sweatpants and a baseball cap. I only right. shower and shave to do this show. He's in West Hollywood and I'm in the Hollywood Hills and I could smell him on Thursdays. <laughs> no, it's fine. You know, smell a vision. Why didn't that ever catch on? All right, we do have a bunch of news and in our new loosey-goosey structure, um, but I do want us to be able to launch in and please feel free to weigh in in some of the things we're seeing of coming out of the invasion of the Capitol uh, last week and the president straight up encouraging that. We'll give some stories, feel free to share your thoughts. But this first one, um, I really loved, a member of our community. I want you to meet uh, Helena Duke. Hold on, I gotta get this out of the stream so you can meet her. She is an 18 year old lesbian. Uh, she shared online that her family had uh, said she was not welcome as a result of her attending Black Lives Matter protests this summer. Uh, and so last week, her mother, Teresa, Therese lied and said she was taking a relative to a medical procedure and turned off her phone tracking app. Well, Thursday, Helena's cousin sent her a viral video of a fight in D.C., and Helena recognized her mom, aunt, and uncle in the video from D.C. So she tweeted, Hi, Mom, remember the time you told me I shouldn't go to Black Lives Matter protests because they could get violent? This you? Now, I want to show y'all the video because it is not uh, even casual uh, what her mother is doing in the a casual fight. This is not a fight. And then this is not one of those where you could say, oh, you know, I was just there and I didn't know it was going to get so bad. Okay, now watch carefully because that happens very quickly. Over here, you're going to see an arm fly out and that is Helena's mother. They see that? She swung her and they got punched in the face. That was so her, mama got the, her mother was the one who got punched? Who got punched in the face because she tweeted oh, confirmation fantastic. photos of her mom, uncle, and aunt saying, hi, this is the liberal lesbian of the family who has been kicked out multiple times for her views. 
for going to Black Lives Matter protests to care what happens to me. So she said before President Trump was elected, my mother, she was a Democrat for the majority of her life. And then I don't know what happened. Something switched in her brain and she went through a very dramatic change to very far right. And Helena just said, y'all have treated me shitty, said I'm not welcome in the family and this is what you're out there doing and contributing to, uh, called them all the way out. Well, you know, I have a, a, somebody that is in my life that's a student and, and, and confiding in me that, uh, and I'm not betraying that confidentiality because I'm not telling who she is, but, but uh, how the, the radicalization of, of really good people, it seems like, people that you grew up with and you thought, they're sane. They're, that's my favorite aunt. That's right. And, and then all of a sudden, they're QAnon. And they're believing all of these ridiculous things. They're they're storing food right now. They're they're not. They're, they've got extra tanks of gas in the in yeah. the garage. I mean, it's it's shit that is crazy. And and then you know, it's like, and all the people at the Capitol were Antifa. All of them. They're, you know, it's yeah. uh, the bad ones. Just the bad. Well, ones. Ian, it's why the impeachment. It's why the holding Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and uh, so many people accountable is important because. None of this is to take away the responsibility of the people that invaded the Capitol for the people that engaged in violent attacks like her mother swinging at this woman. But it is also to hold, respo hold responsible in addition, the people who created the environment for it to be possible. You know, the president himself saying that people would have to riot if the election went wrong because the only way he could lose was if he was cheated. Planting the seeds and then people like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley standing up and saying, People believe there's fraud and we need to listen to them after being the ones to tell them that there was fraud, you know, saying you started it and then people believed you and then you used their belief to go even further and to attack the systems that are how our democracy functions. Every aspect of everyone should be accountable or it will happen again and worse. And, and there needs to be consequences for these people, uh, like 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 Cruz and and Holly and and uh, and what, Tommy, uh, the senator, the coach, coach, coach. I call it. And, yeah, and 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 Jim Jordan, other Jim, uh, that was a coach. They, they uh, Matt Gates, all of them need to. Be, they, they, I mean, they are. There are repercussions, and I think we're going to talk about that today. But it is crazy what they did and how they're backtracking now and not saying I didn't do it, but say we do not promote violence and blah, 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 bull fucking shit. You did, you were there. Not only were you there, you went back in and when eight people said, no, I can't be a part of you anymore. You stayed. So. Yep. That's. Oh, it gets me riled up. It just gets me so riled up. All right. Well, y'all remember those, uh, the LGBT Trump, Gays for Trump on Facebook. Uh, we did uh, some, some stories about that. And the guy that created, his name was Mark Hunt, uh, this little old uh, idiot. Uh, well, he's, he, was he was arrested, if y'all remember, he was arrested twice, actually, for uh, def defacing the Black Lives Matter uh, mural with paint. And um, then he had to go fund me. Uh, so he could attend this rally on uh, on on the sixth in D.C. and ask uh, all these followers, like, come come on, come with me, and, and uh, putting riots in all caps when he put P A T R I O T S patriots, 
And he's, who else is going? Who else is going? And we're not going to D.C. to have tea and crumpets and sing Kumbaya. And, you know, just just fueling, just throwing gasoline on the fire. Then he live streamed his trip, his little road trip. And then he took a, 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 a selfie in the Capitol, in the bathroom and said, in case anyone's wondering what the bathrooms inside the Capitol look like, uh, well, now that they're all being arrested, putting on no fly list, he said, oh, that was clearly a joke. And then he shared someone else's video and saying, Antifa members, you know, all that bullshit that I just talked about, all these dressed up. And by the way, someone tweeted, which I absolutely love. They said, oh, my God, Antifa really committed to this. I mean, they pulled out their teeth and everything. Uh, then... Uh, <laughs> And the costumes. Uh, So I swear to God, that one that was at the airport and it's crying because he couldn't he couldn't fly. I I thought for a minute it was one of my cousins. Uh, So 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 he justified all of this riots repeatedly maintaining it was Antifa responsible for the first uh, for the whole thing. And in the last few days, he is called for treason charges. Now, wait, against Biden disavowed Mike Pence and the Republican Party and is now pushing for the Patriot Party. Um, so take it from here. Um, well, and so and then another, you know, I feel like it's important that we notice, you know, this is our community is not immune to this. We've talked a lot about conservatives, particularly white gay men who are cisgender, who have uh, gone down this road uh, with them. And we have one more and his video and he made videos in his hotel room afterwards uh he goes online by the name the adorable deplorable hold on i forgot you need to be able to have the sound to hear her uh and he was clearly at the capitol and bragging about what they did in and around uh the capitol nope that's marky hut that was the one from the last one i swear i'll get it eventually our producer was on vacation today uh this is Christopher Drew, the adorable, deplorable. We stormed the Capitol. We stormed it. We were successful. We stormed the fucking Capitol. And for all you bitches on Facebook going crazy right now talking about it was Antifa fucking being infiltrating in that it wasn't us. It was us. We proudly took back our Capitol. I'm only here in my hotel room to get some gear on. I'm going back, baby. They brought the National Guard out for us and shit. They, we had the fucking cops running. They ran from us. And not because they're bitches, but because they're smart. I mean, talking about the police running from them, about going back out, but now in this thing of them all getting home or not being able to fly home, like you said, in a new interview, he said, I'm scared, I fear for my life. Claims he never went inside, left when Ashley Babbitt was killed and said, I do regret not doing my research and not knowing what people were in there. I'm proud we took back our house, but I thought we took it back peacefully. It's an invasion, that's not peaceful. He drove from D.C. back home to Huntington Beach and says he's gotten death threats from critics and supporters of Trump. He's worried about the FBI investigation and that his beauty salon will go out of business as retribution. A lot of people real remorseful. Oh, I can't hear you. Hold on. Did I screw something up? Can you all hear him? Yay for catching us live. Uh-oh, wait, which of us can y'all hear? Cause, uh, 
Uh oh. I can't tell if it's me. Now, I don't know why you need to be judging my sartorial choices. Dell, it seems like you're muted or you did something to your mic. I can hear me. Oh, well, it's a monologue. Oh, there we go. Yes. It's on my Yeti. There's Did you a hit the power button? Here's the I use my hand so much. I must have just hit the, the mute button, and I'm so sorry. I'm it's so sorry. Like Blake and walk at me and Blake walking around in public, and he talks about me being flaily. You flail. Wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be funny if you actually had muted me, but you pretended not to because you just got tired of if, hearing me? If you couldn't see it on, on the icon down there, I'd be tempted and just say, Oh, I guess I gotta do it on my own. Um all right, we'll do this one more piece, so when then we can get everybody in. Oh, with but what I was what I was saying, Emerson, I just wanted to say about him. I don't, you know, I didn't want anybody to misunderstood, and I don't know if I was muted when I said that. I do not wish anybody a death threat. I do not, but I do hope he goes out of business. I hope that there are consequences for him because that that what, what they did, they did not take back anything. We took back, and then he continued to say we took back our capital. No, you didn't. You 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 wreaked havoc and. Uh, and you're a little fucking asshole. So that's because, um, you know, I've run out of good words. Um, all right. So now, uh, and then Donald Jr. Can we talk about this motherfucker? He says, so the Ayatollah and numerous other dictatorial regimes can have Twitter accounts with no issues despite threatening genocide to entire countries and killing homosexuals, etc. But the president of the United States should be permanently suspended. Mao would be uh, proud. Uh you know what? You just like equated your dad with all of these people. You're stupid. So that's exactly what you did. And, and, right. and it is a valid comparison. So he I must mean, be worse than them. That is the awkward, like that you just put him in the same category as those people intentionally or not in order to say he's not quite as bad as so why should he go is not a great rationalization. Absolutely. And, he, you know, entire, why did he put in the homosexuals? He goes around with no well, issues. No, that's, back to, that's back to that thing they do all the time against Islam and Muslims and uh, Muslim countries. They throw homosexuals off buildings. Like that's their, that's well, all, that's an explanation we've talked about a bunch of times. It's just back to that. That old yeah, chestnut. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, so know. then we saw all of them complaining this week about losing all their Twitter followers while Twitter was banning all the QAnon conspiracy theorists. Like, Y'all are telling on yourselves when you're saying I lost 30,000 followers and they only banned 80,000 QAnon accounts. That's awkward. <laughs> but what is what what people are 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 now accusing Cruz and and Gates of doing was that they actually bought Twitter followers. That I think that's I less likely. I think it's that they all of those people were following these people like you uh, because they, you know, banned like repeat accounts. Buying followers wouldn't it be? It's hard to figure it, out those accounts to ban them. Right. So they, that's not what what made them fall off. It was okay. No, it's conspiracy you. theorists. Then they all went to Parlor, and Parlor got turned off Monday night. I, I mean, know. I it, it hysterical. I, they just have now. They're, they there. There. There's something about that. I was listening to a report though that it's a. There's a little bit of because of that. They used to. Be, we used to be able to track them knowing kind of what they were doing. And now there's some fear of in that they are gone, that what are they doing? 
Is there I don't a think plan? that makes any sense because think about the people that have been deplatformed in the last two years. When was the last time you thought about Milo Yiannopoulos, that stupid gay? Not once. No. Deplatformed. No. He's been over yapping away on Parler and has not any contribution or influence in the major cultural conversation. Uh, Why? We're not going to be able to stop people inherently being bigots. There is a le there's a level below which, right? There are people who cannot be reasoned with, who should not be reasoned with. I think there's a certain point at which you validate someone's terrible argument by engaging with it at all, right? You know, yeah, the yeah. leaders, Lauren, what's her face, Bobert, those people that were in the room with other Congress people not wearing masks, and now there it was a super spreader event. That's the level of crazy we should engage with because they're elected. Marjorie Taylor Greene. But the rando, that's, that's, those people, we don't have to give them the time of day, I don't think. Yeah, well, it's interesting, and it's uh, the, the, it's interesting this the the fallout, and also what's interesting to me, Emerson, is what's happening today is we're starting to see uh, Republicans actually, like Liz Cheney, uh, saying, yeah. "I am going to vote to impeach." You know that Mitt yeah. Romney is, and there is now something brewing which they feel that there's a possibility because all they need are 17 Republican senators to actually convict to, for impeachment. To, and, and if that happens, then he can never run again. And they're thinking maybe this is the way that we can take back the Republican Party. So they may be, there may be a movement, including Mitch McConnell, who's, actually, yeah. who's made some statements. Well, it will be the grandest irony if Mitch McConnell's incredibly dangerous form of self-power preservation puts the nail in this Trump coffin uh, in order to separate him from the Republican Party to start recovering damage in, in the perception of the party. And I just, and if, and great, we need, you. let's use that if it happens. And then also not let these people get away and pretend like he wasn't an obstructionist all the way back to Obama when he said he would make right. him a president and focused only on getting people on board and not passing Merrick Garland. Like the amount of things That's that right. he did, absolutely. Let's use this to our advantage if some of them are willing to use it to break with Trump and not forget that Trump may have burst the dam, so to speak, but a lot of people ran through it behind him, all those people we've already named. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What were your feelings? I'm sorry, go ahead. Wait, one more. And I did, it was really sad. Someone, I, you know, I've been asking on Instagram what people want us to talk about. And someone mentioned Brian Littrell, one of the Backstreet Boys, went over to a parlor. And that hurt my heart. It Quit playing my games heart. with my heart. I can't place that one. I don't he know. He was the one with the, with the voice. He always sang the leads. He was sort of shorter with the like, uh, the, oh. the, the, the dirty oh, I watched him a million times in the Revolver. A million yeah. times he was. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. It's it's shocking when you find out who. I mean, you're, you're the the next story that you have is it. it it's like, uh, well, I mean, Jigs, you're right, and he who who knows if he's going to make it. I mean, you know, he these are these that are up in their close to eighties. I mean, when they get six more years, you wonder, Chuck Grassley. Thank you. I'm glad you got reelected, but you're going to be there till you're ninety two. Absolutely. Um, well, and forcing them to have to be reasonable and work with the Biden administration is in everyone's uh, best interest if they can't play obstruction to everything. And you're right. I did have one more little piece just for fun, because I don't know about y'all. It's brain bleeding and so hard to watch. It's sometimes even hard to engage in the argument with the people who should know better, you know, not the people deluded 
Like there are people I know that I've had to explain why a 45 minute YouTube video was filled with falsehoods that they were believing. The people who should know better, Kevin Sorbo, TV's Hercules, has been off the deep end for a while on Twitter. He retweeted a picture of some of the Trump invaders in the Capitol saying, this doesn't look like patriots to me. Lucy Lawless, who played Xena, responded, no peanut, they are not patriots. They are your flying monkeys, homegrown terrorists, QAnon actors. They are the douchebags that go out and do the evil bidding of people like you who like to wind them up like toys and let them do their worst. And her calling them out in public, I mean, Xena only exists because of Hercules. She started as a character on Hercules, got her own spinoff, and then her show did better than he is in the ratings. Well, did he think that that was, I was wondering if, um, is, is my sound weird? It, it keeps going. Okay, good. Uh, I was wondering if perhaps, um, her little nickname for him on the show was Peanut. Hey, Peanut, we're ready for you on the set. Uh, or was oh, that just... Like a, oh, personal nick. I would assume that that's some kind of personal nickname. I thought you meant like the characters. I was like, I don't see... Oh, uh, no, no. I thought it was, you know, like, you know, like... Um, I like call Peanut you Warrior Princess was calling Hercules the demigod Peanut? No, that did not happen. I can tell I, you from, That viewer. is not what I meant. I meant did Lucy call Kevin as a friend. That's what Was I it just her said. Name? Okay. Oh, good Lord. Just, let's just go on. And I, I said, I, yeah, I, I agreed with you. I just said, oh, okay. oh, you mean maybe on the set just between her as a friendly nickname. You know what? This is what happens when you're not in the same room, Emerson. So don't bite my head off. I am tired of this shit. Be nice. Can we go forward? I guess. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? No, can you imagine, y'all, if I just did the whole rest of this show passive aggressive? Yes. Oh, pouting. <laughs> pouting. We like like an actor that show remain nameless that I had a little problem with uh, on the set of a very sordid wedding. Pouted after after a little fight. You had to go in and do yeah. damage control. Um, yes. And as people have said, and hopefully, you know, there are some Republicans stepping up. Um, I think hopefully some of those people who are wishing for the Republican Party of your, of yesteryear, of long ago. I'm saying of yours. It sounds like it's of mine. It's not of mine. Of your. No, I mean it like in Bridgerton, in olden oh, time. I know. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I'm with you. Um, all right. Let's look. We've spent almost half the show on it. That's as much as we can do. We're going to get on to some of the more fun LGBTQ news and nonsense. Tell us. All I right. think well, well I I got a little bit excited because uh, if you know me and know me well, you know that I love Sex in the City. I grew up with it. Uh, I, I didn't grow up with it because it's, uh, but it was it was a passion for me. It was like oh, it was so Sunday nights where I went over to my friend Sharon's house, who was next door, and we watched it. I uh, sex education with my daughters all six seasons. Sex in the city. And sex in the city. Don't don't yeah. censor me, Emerson. Just let I me go for you. Okay, let me do. Let me. So so, sex and did I say sex in the city? You just didn't say it at all. You just got into the life history of it and everything. I was just giving it was time. That was like you know the when when the that was the overture and now the curtains will open. You've well, you did the, the first so sex in the city is coming back. And it's 10 episodes on HBO and it's called And Just Like That. There will not be Kim Cattrall. She's busy trying to find an accent uh, for the her new show, uh, trying to settle on one. Uh, and um, she's not coming back. So I- How do you feel about that? How do y'all feel uh, about that? 
How did you feel about that? Well, here's, I, you know, they had a feud. I mean, I, I was aware of the feud. I kept up with it because I've been, uh, you know, I've been obsessed with them for, for many, many years. And I, I'm sad that she's not coming back because I really loved her. And I think that that was her, um, her amazing role. I mean, it's the one that, that, that made her a household name in that everybody, you know, everybody has their choices in their lives. And maybe she feels like a lot of people online. I mean, if you've been reading the tweets, a lot of people are saying, okay, are we really going to watch 50 year old women, you know, and back in, uh, so who, who knows? Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to return to the, it feels like, you know, your friends are coming back for a party. Yes. So I, my fear is, because I definitely, I same. I, it was definitely the show of like my my slowly eking out of the closet era, and but for my own personal journey, there was such a thrill in the way Samantha reveled in sex and sexuality and unapologetically and the kind of partners and the way she talked about it. Because my own shame related to the kind of sex I wanted, who I wanted it with. It was definitely, I definitely uh, am a probably sadly a carry with a Samantha rising. Uh, but I'm sad because I'm only worried that it's going to feel like designing women after Delta left. You know, like the Golden Girls when they moved off and took over that hotel. The Golden Palace. Yeah. The, the Golden Palace. You know, yeah. um, of course I will tune in and I'll be thrilled. But there is an element of like that you don't have everyone. They were sort of the four corners of a compass. Um, and not having like a woman in her 50s still celebrating sex and talking about sex. I feel like that's such a thing we don't talk about. I hope the others we'll get into that in the way that obviously Samantha would have. And, and they, um, you know, it, it's, it, it would kind of be like if, if Will and Grace did a reboot without, uh, Karen. Uh, Karen. Yeah, yeah. Without Karen. So, I mean, of course uh, I'll be there, but it, it's also very funny, but I get it. You know, think about all that's happened this year. Do not do things that don't bring you joy. It's not like any of the four of them need money. So if Kim's like, right. this is not going to spark joy, I'm y'all have fun. Goodbye. Um, let's see what anybody else said. Rob said, on Call Me Cat, her mom and show looks not healthy way too skinny. He's oh. talking about Susie Kurtz. Oh, gotcha. We're talking about sex in the city. Uh, let's see. Victor <laughs> missed it completely. It's funny what shows, right? Like some of us watched every episode and other people missed in Victor, Victor I, re, I revisited it during the pandemic. I, I, I rewatched the first two seasons and probably will continue a little bit. And it really holds up. It's re, it's 30 minutes. And it's one of those things that if you're during the pandemic, if you're in a bad mood or if you're in a sad mood, watch Sex in the City. It's fun. It's fun. It's fluffy. And uh, it's like, you know, it's like drinking a Cosmo. Yes. And and. And New York, it'll be really interesting to see given how they deal with what's happened. You know, New York, because it was so early in Epicenter, you won't be able to not acknowledge uh, how impactful that was on New York and people living there. Um, so I just think it's going to be a very fun and exciting. I mean, I'll be there. Let's. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm thrilled. They make my heart happy. But also, I think it's really relevant. You know, we've had several comments about people who watch Queer as Folk. I think for some of us, for me, they went almost hand in hand, right? It was like, it was very much reflective of my own journey, even though I'm not a woman, uh, the kind of conversations they had. Right. It was, it was, um, well, it was certainly, the quiz folk was certainly a big part of my life. Um, yes. Yes. Well, all right, we've reached the halfway point of our show, which means it's commercial time. If you enjoy what we do here, the nonsense and the news we bring you, and you're sitting on a pile of money and you want to toss, some coins our direction, you certainly can. 
on Venmo to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collins Shores Productions at gmail.com. It's in the ticker below. A dollar, five, 20, 50, a thousand, 10,000. I don't know your life. Jigs, thank you for your contribution already today. We are grateful. Yes, we are always grateful. What if that happened? What if somebody just says, what if we just happen to catch a new viewer today and they said, here's $50,000 for that little nonsense thing you do on the interweb? Yeah, you know, um, I wonder if, if if Kelly, my ex-wife, is in the room because she's uh, Kelly. How much are you going to tip us if you win that lottery? She's she's all about that that lottery right now. Yeah, and we're we're in a pool together. We we have we we don't just buy the lottery. We plan ahead when we, uh, with our winnings. We fantasize. It's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, all right. Well, tip us. Don't. It's fine. If you can't, no pressure, no worries. Share the broadcast. We appreciate your comments. And a quick shout out again to the people who watch the show later, because I get Instagram DMs from people with thoughts about the show after the fact as well. And a couple of parting shots from the Trump administration being bigoted as they can be on the way out the door. The Department of Health and Human Services has finalized that rule they've been working on, revoking an LGBTQ inclusive anti-discrimination policy for organizations that receive grants through the agency. This is the one about adoption and foster care agencies. They announced the rule last Thursday. It'll be effective in 30 days. Fortunately, the Biden administration will be in in time to cancel it. So we will likely return to the Obama era policy. But still, just the point that they still tried to get this done fast enough for Biden to have to not be able to undo it. Oh, you know, when, when, they, when, they, when they ask Biden and Harris, what, what are you going to do the first hundred days? I think they just need to go, we're going to undo shit. We're they just going to undo all it. orders. So, um, and also we, 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 uh, oh, Betsy DeVos, the, the, the bigot that she is as she's exiting the department of education, she sent out an internal memo her final day laying out their refusal to protect gender identity despite the Bostock uh, SCOTUS uh, decision. And this is her, that's, that, that's, that's her swan song, her final address to the staff telling everybody to be resistance. Ugh. As if she had won some great allegiance from the remaining staffers in the Department of Education, tell them, be the resistance, like resisting Biden's attempt at equality in education. I mean, attacking LGBTQ parents, adoption. I mean, we've still got that Supreme Court case that we we already talked about out of Philadelphia, and then attacking trans kids in education, like really hitting it home on the way out the door that, yes, we're big. Well, oh, I hope that we don't hear those two words for a long time after the 20th. I hope we, that we, we uh, so many of people like Betsy DeVos, they just, they, as, as, as much as their household names right now, we just, they just go away. They uh, you, mean you mean her name? Is that what you I just mean that we just stop hearing about them. They, they, they're just, yeah. they become so irrelevant in our lives. And it, the same with Trump, although he's going to, you know, he's going to continue and scri- uh, to try to to do something. I mean, you know, for attention, he's just such a titty baby. Yes. Um, the way I needed to show you, someone said if they won the lottery, they'd pay for many more seasons of Sorted Lives, the series. Well, I want to say something about that just a little bit, because I got a, a last week. I got a, I get a, maybe once a week. I get a, a message on 
and they go like on Facebook or Instagram and so they go, uh, when is season two coming out? And I'm like, um, you know, it's, it's been a moment. It's been a moment. It was 2008 when we premiered. Uh, it's very rare that season two happens. Not much. You know, mm -hmm. 10 years later. I know. Well, you know, oh, hey, look, if you win the really gajillion mega millions I'll and you just pay for the whole thing, we certainly could start a second season with who we got left and start it with Juanita's memorial service. Well, well, I, I, I have it figured out. Juanita started the fire and she burned in it. Uh, <laughs> at the end, yeah. remember the fire? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right. She, that's awkward. It's dark. Don't worry. Um, welcome, Jacob. New to the show. Y'all, uh, we love our regulars, but it's so exciting that we're finding new people here. I've been working hard at pushing it out to bring more people into our little uh, show. Well, I've done a couple of tweets. Uh, all right. <laughs> yes, I, I, honey, that's what it said. Lots of subjects covered. I can't read all the comments. You know, look, we, you know, just hang, just hold on to your hair and strap in. Someone asked me the other day if I'd read their comment on this. And I said, I can't keep up with the comments. I tried when we first started and I love you guys for, for, for the comments, but I can't, I mean, it's a lot. It's like on your birthday on Facebook. You just can't oh, keep up with them all. I still, my birthday was in December and I still haven't read the Facebook comments. That is too much stress. My birthday is not an obligation to pay attention to every person who got a notification and said HBD on your Facebook page. Look, know that I love you and I'm grateful. That's all I can do. You need more than three letters, don't you? You need a gift. Yeah. Uh, no, I need, uh, look, send me a message, something, but like, that's too much. That is pressure. It's your birthday. Send it how you want. This is our show. We do it how we want. And look, I read all the comments as we go. And that's how we share and divide uh, the responsibility here. Yes. Okay. Well, shall we? Yes. Uh, okay. Who watched Drag Race on Friday? Let's talk about it. What do you think of this winner's episode? Well, uh, you know, uh, Elliot with two T's actually performed on uh, cruise ships with Matt Hayes, our friend Matt Hayes. So oh. the moment I said, so I'm watching it a day late on Saturday morning. And I just, I, I, I so I, I'm going, Matt, I'm so, oh no, Elliot, the explanation. And then, and then like, you know, five minutes later, never mind. Uh, it's a lot of never minds. It's a lot of never minds. It's a lot of like, oh, 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 oh. But uh, I'm liking him. I'm liking the queens. That's that I do like. I've just the format is like I I can't figure it out. Well, it's interesting because it's part of why I'm loving because they've shaken it up so much that it leaves both the queens who show up thinking they know how everything's going to go the way the season one and two queens wouldn't have known and the audience off. But again, now, Jigs, I'm going to say this very delicately. A lot of people felt like, again, like having the losing queens vote one of them off the island was mean, you know, again. And then putting Elliot with two T's over in the winner's circle, and then they were distrustful, and she had to prove herself even harder. But I really am loving just the futzing with the format because we're getting really authentic confusion from the queens that's exciting to me. Um, yeah. And I'm enjoying it. And I loved, loved, loved. Uh, I, there's not anyone that's like annoying me yet at this point, you know, that's like, I really am fascinated by the difference. And I loved how Got Mick got to share uh, her story of being trans and how then back in the workroom, he shared his concern with Olivia Lux 
Um, if anybody's confused and watching the show, Gottmik has said in drag, female pronouns, out of drag, male pronouns, just like any other queen. So that's uh, right. yeah, the way so, yeah. But I thought it was really lovely and sharing how he's not someone that has dysphoria affect him very often, but it got a little weird hearing his own lyrics before he talked about it uh, with everyone. I thought that was really nice. And then moving right on to everybody like sort of killing it in the show. Yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I am not at the point yet. I don't know if you are, but I mean, got Mick, yes, but I'm not at the point where I know who they all are. So I'm just popping them up and I'm going to tell you, there's one that I am so, I, first of all, I like La La Rie a lot. Uh, and then the other one that I am loving and uh, is Olivia Lux. Yes, Olivia Lux is the other one that I just love. So, uh, well, it's like, I mean, it's crazy. She's gorgeous. He is stunningly beautiful as a boy. Like that smile, that a million watt smile. And Simone is such a star. Like the two of them as the top two, yeah. they absolutely made sense for me. The, the lip sync could have gone either way. I thought they both did great. Um, but I'm enjoying, again, the split premiere different from the way they split it last year because it is giving me time to get to know them better uh, before we head to a real elimination. Jigs did reiterate, I think Drag Race may have jumped the shark and it is mean, still on the mean train. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Needs to change it up. What? What, what do you what, think? What how, it's this mic. I'm so worried that it's just distorting. Uh, what do you think? They're, how are they going to feed the other queens in? I mean, there was nobody that went home. I mean, I, I, I mean what do you think? It's very clear that this was the tops. And there's a winner from the tops. And next week we will see just the bottom six and there will be a bottom two from that. And the, uh, then eliminate it. I don't know if they'll eliminate the queen and send her home and then have the other five join the winners together for the first time, or if they'll join everybody before the bottom two lip sync and send somebody home. That's the way I think it'll go. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. You, cause I, I didn't know. Uh, I I agree. Jinx and I are on the same page. Olivia Lux, God, stunning in that in that old Hollywood look. It yes. just was so beautiful. Uh, it, Lala Ring's lame look with all that gold and like the bow and all of that texture and thing. I mean, yes. I'm. You know what really touched? Yeah. You know what really touched me? Touched my heart. Besides the the got mix uh, whole uh, storyline was uh, when Lala Ring got emotional about um when when she was told that uh how michelle gorgeous her, yeah. when michelle said her skin was so beautiful and she she had as a child been bullied because she was too dark and um it's just like wow. it's it's always so great when when you're celebrated for something that you were actually you know bullied for yes i think Absolutely. i think a lot of us can relate to that in a well, weird also, way you know it's um, certainly like not something we can get into as white men, but black people talk about colorism related to how different kinds of black people are seen and or celebrated in uh, culture. And so I know that that, I saw a lot of people online speak to, you know, as a truly darker skinned black queen, um, that conversation and Lala weighing into that was really meaningful as well. It's, it's what I love about Drag Race amidst all of the drama, right? We get so many different kinds of stories and histories and, and aspects and struggles from our community, uh, so many different perspectives and hearing people talk about it in the midst of this like 
wonderful celebration of definitively queer and campy art uh, is just why I tune in. It's my mental health break. Well, same here. And it made, uh, I'm thinking of, uh, because, you know, uh, you, you've been such a fan from the very beginning and I started watching only a few seasons ago. So I've been thinking that maybe every night I, maybe I'll just check out a little bit of season one and see, cause I I've gotten to know some of the older winners and, you know, and losers pork chop. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to see Willem be a bitch, you know, um, yeah. on the show. And Lord, it was good. Absolutely. And they are, yeah, go back. And, it's such a great binge too. Um, all right, well, we got a couple more uh, good and then fun stories before we get done here. This is a priest in Brazil, Father Julio Lancelotti, a Catholic priest from Sao Paulo, shared a photo of himself with trans women last week and spoke out in favor of equality like a fully, a full Catholic priest. He captioned one, fighting discrimination and prejudice is an endless fight. And the second, we are all children of God, always accept, never discriminate. He's well known in Brazil as a vocal advocate for equality and strong ally to the LGBTQ community. In 2018, he shared a video of himself asking a homeless trans woman for forgiveness for the appalling treatment she had endured at the hands of Brazilian society. Now, we talk a lot about the problems of religion here on the show and in our work, and I always want to celebrate people doing the work inside religious organizations to fight bigotry as well. It's amazing. That's exactly right. It is amazing. And then we have um, a conversion therapy story out of Indiana, Mike, Mike Pence. Uh, home state, and we know how he feels about it. And he, the Stonewall Democrats are have uh, they there there's a a proposed bill right now uh, that uh, will ban conversion therapy if passed. The Stonewall Democrats said that they would make anti-LGBT practices illegal, penalize businesses and Hoosiers who participate in the debunked conspiracy theory. Uh, the Senate summary says if proposed, a mental health provider who tries to use conversion therapy on minors would be subject to disciplinary action. Now, we this hasn't passed yet. Correct. I mean, it's right. still it, yeah. but, but it's 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 up, you know, it's uh, it's up there. So and um, I would just like, you know, we have so many states to get to, but it would just be so great if Indiana did this right as Mike Pence doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and let's not re let's not forget that's a uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, state too. So we oh. can, we we don't have to say this is Mike Pence state anymore. We can say this is Pete Buttigieg state. And Pat Hackett, she didn't get elected to Congress, but you know there's lots of LGBTQ visible people in Indiana. John Martin said, "I'm a member of Indiana Stonewall." Same awesome. organization that's talking and pushing. I didn't realize that, I, John. You know, and I have an affinity for for Indiana and Indianapolis because uh, I've I've been Grand Marshal a few times in my career as uh, and as a minor gay celebrity in gay prides. And Indiana, Indianapolis was the first gay pride that ever said we want you as uh, our our Grand Marshal. So I love you guys. Oh, I love that. And, you know, and like, y'all, it's also a reminder, too. I've been doing this, you know, the other day I was frustrated and I donated $20 uh, to an organization in Florida that fights to pay off fines of uh, recently released individuals uh, to get them back the right to vote because it's sort of classist that fines and fees can inhibit people from voting. Did Stonewall Democrats working on conversion therapy? I can't do much about what's happening in the Capitol personally, right? But I can direct my energy my focus, my small support to organizations doing work in my area, 
Uh, so remember when you get overwhelmed by the national democratic crisis, that there are good people doing good work on important issues near you that you can uh, be impactful with. Just like You know, and, 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 and Emerson, I don't know, I'm sure you got the text today, but today I, I just, I don't know. There was something about getting a text from uh, jo John Ossoff, not asking for money, but saying, thank you for contributing to get me into the Senate. And I just, I wrote back and I said, it was the best money I ever spent. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Be like, uh, and Rob lives in Indiana too. Um, and then a silly, uh, a silly nonsense again, but I also found this commercial to be hysterical. Cadbury Cream Egg has out a new commercial and you'll see real quickly why. Oh Lord, conservatives have just got their hair on fire again. Uh, so here it is. It's the Cream Egg Golden Goobly. Time to celebrate five delicious decades. Snickers. Let loose. Oh, that's for a section. Bakers. Bring it. Experts, you have got this. I didn't know they'd been around that long. Five decades. Flex that index. Discreters. Oh, shame Come out of your shell. <laughs> And then here they go. Here it comes. Sharers? Yeah, we are down with that. Oh, calling oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, can you imagine just how traumatizing it was? I mean, y'all, those two homosexuals eating those. I mean, people, the comments went a flurry. It said, what the fuck's going on? No wonder kids and teens are confused during puberty. Another said, I am not homophobic, but. Always a great start. I just think the, the new bot, Cadbury. The bot says I am. Yep. To be shown is totally unnecessary. Showing two men passionately enjoying a cream egg that children love to eat will only confuse children at such a young age. Why? Another felt certain they wouldn't do this with a heterosexual couple. Yes, they would. Um, in a second. First of all, that first woman licking that egg was more sexual than that kiss between those two. She ate that egg like it was an asshole. Aren't you? <laughs> or a aren't, aren't you? Aren't you like a big Cadbury fan? Aren't you the Boy, one who? The I think those cream eggs are the nastiest invention on the face of the earth. But the Cadbury mini eggs are my favorite candy of the year. The That's little what I thought, that, yeah. that little uh, candy coated shell. I love it so much. But I mean, you know, they freeze, they freeze well. That is what people say. But the way I eat them is I chew real carefully and I eat the shell off of it and leave the chocolate center so I can chomp on the shell and then eat the chocolate. The serving process. I think you're, you should get like, you know, those, um, those good Southern people who have an extra freezer out in the, the garage. For, for yeah. the other things. We always had an ours. My grandmother, Nana, my Nana, my Nana and Didi had an orchard. And so we always had frozen peaches that she would slice up and put on ice cream. Um, uh, anybody want to share a cream egg? Come on in. The new code on your like profiles, you know, post pandemic for like who wants to make out? Anybody want to share a cream egg? Yeah, I, I, I'm in after this pandemic. I'm in. Those old Easter Bunny bok bok ads, right? The Easter Bunny hopping around, but uh, for those eggs, 
But I just, this is so exhausting. That four minute long commercial and all that nonsense. And people really went on Al Gore's internet and 2,000 comments on a Daily Mail article about it. One said, if Cadbury persists in woke advertising, then we won't be buying anything made by them ever. And a final said, really inappropriate for Cadbury's to be promoting this, given that we are in times of COVID-19. Well, that's a little different, Ben. At least they said it was about COVID and not that, but it's too bad. But the only way you get to that is if you could not possibly consider that these two men live in the same household. Right. Because yeah. I would know, obviously, that's a couple who live together. But they yeah. thought, oh, these two random men strangers obviously just met on one of them horrible sex apps or something and spun around in a yard and made out. Had they been tested? What if one of them had the COVID? You know what I mean? Like, you have to not think they could be a couple in order to get to that. It reveals this. They created a whole subplot line just going. Yeah. Um, well, we, we are moving on from Cadbury to Poppers. Uh-huh. Uh, a leap. What's that? A logical leap. Yes, a very a, a great segue from Cadbury to Poppers. Uh, Popper Box is a new subscription box service for yes, your Poppers. Uh, so if you don't know, okay, I, I know our you audience. Have women and a few straights who might be confused. a few people don't know that Poppers are used by some to relax muscles, specifically uh, your asshole, and uh, gives you, uh, it allows you to bottom a little more easily in our community, and it produces a slight euphoric feeling, and I've heard a headache sometimes. Uh, The site says that Popper Box is carefully curated monthly subscription service. Uh, Each month, your box uh, will contain different products, carefully selected and delivered straight to your door. I love, I'm loving these words. Uh, Never get caught without your popper box. Uh, Let us do the work so you can get busy. Uh, And then uh, they told out, uh, out magazine inspiration for the company came when moving uh, bedroom furniture around in true New York apartment style, the floorboards bowed and dipped to, to beneath the bed where an array of old bottles had collected and fueled the idea of having them regularly delivered. Now, here's what you get. Three boxes. That's your basic. It's one bottle. uh, That's uh, one. I mean, they have three different boxes. Your basic is one bottle per month. Your bulge is two a month and your bottom is uh, four a month. So, oh boy, to use four bottles of pot purse in a month, that's like they do not do anything for me. It gives a headache. It smells like paint thinner or some nonsense for me personally. But I feel like if you can manage to go through four bottles a month of poppers, you might you need a job. Yeah. I mean, no judgment. Live your whole life. Maybe, you know, I've always said some people might have, you know, like Steven Tyler's vocal cords, right? He's been screaming for 50 years and they he still sings that just fine, whereas other people would lose their voice. Maybe some people's buttholes can take more. Because if you need can get through four bottles, that is a, a fully professional investment of time. Oh, that's a lot of poppers. That is a lot of poppers. And I've, I worry about your brain. I really do. Uh, no judgment. No judgment. But uh, there may be a if you need the four a month, you might need poppers anonymous. Just but saying. you could also you could go in on a box with some friends. You know, if you've got roommates, right. you could buy that's it's right. like buying in bulk. I mean, definitely no judgment. But, you know, it's that is a lot of 
a lot of activity. Uh, Zana said, you might need a neurologist. I don't know about the long-term effects of intense poppers usage, but given that it's been, you know, you have to call it video head cleaner most places in order to get buy it and sell it, um, moderation might be key. They yeah. do work, I've heard. Um, oh yeah, people swear by it, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's for you, but I'd start with the basic and then work up from there. But hey, you know, they've got underwear of the month clubs, wine of the month, steak of the month, fruit of the month, poppers of the month. Try out the flavors. Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe there's uh, some vanilla. Anyone watching that would subscribe to that and wants to say so. Uh, Doug, Douglas said, my name is Doug and I'm a popaholic. John oh. said, four bottles, brains in the butt. Uh, Kitty said she felt like poppers caused her partner to become impotent. Oh. Well, I'm so sorry, Kitty. I'm so sorry. Group sets discount. Wait, who was it that just said, I have graduated? Judy said, I've graduated. I don't need them no more. You know, look, you know, with enough practice, maybe they're not as important. Good the for problem. you, Judy. That's our Judy is our Samantha of the yeah. room today. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Does anybody have any final thoughts? We did good. Cranks right on through. Is everybody okay? Anything they need to share? Get off their heart? Any testimony? We got a two minutes or so. We got uh, a testimony. Or do we have any, any testimony in song? You know. Oh, and, any... and, oh, wait. But as we do the testimony in song, of course, I'd be remiss one more time. If you want to tip, uh, you can do that on Venmo to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collin Shores Productions at gmail.com. We are grateful. Uh, Here's, uh, I'll look at this. Look at that. Sissy, you, and the dog. <laughs> Look, two sissies right uh -huh. here. Sissy never stops licking. She does not. Patrick, love the shirt. Buy Pride colors as a buy guy. I approve. It is. I know. I thought of that. Like, my shirt is the buy Pride uh, flag colors. And I love uh, you sharing that. You know, there's buy visibility uh, is harder often. And something we talk about a good bit here. Ross said, hi, sissy. I'm not sure whether he's talking to you or the dog, but both apply. Well, we're both spelled with S-I-S-S-Y, Rob. So Sissy is Sissy is named after Sissy, the character in Sorted Lives. But <laughs> Kelly said, I learned something new every time I watch this show. Well, good. You know, you. we like to entertain and educate. Yes, we do. That's our that's that's part of our um, mission statement, Emerson. That's right. You know, we do try because uh, the world is bonkers, and just as we all need to watch. Uh, our own mental health, we need to stay engaged. Uh, certainly in you know the structure of our democracy, it's a privilege if we can turn it off uh, for a little while. Uh, but also finding ways to laugh along the way uh, is important. We can keep doing the work, uh, but amusing ourselves and holding people close is good as well. I, I, I rarely read the comments like you do because I so I, but because I have that script that covers them up, but I love that Richard Seymour said he sent us a song and I thought, what if it were suddenly Seymour? Oh, that would be. Uh, John said, I have to rewatch Keeps Breaking Up. I know, y'all be careful. My, our internet's been crazy here. You know, it's the world. They want to really get people out in the streets. Let the internet fall apart for longer than 24 hours. And right. Lower. Well, I had to I had to rush down to Spectrum and grab a, a new box. I had to install it myself, y'all. I, I was going to say, I was, who was, it? Was, was it Marx that said, uh, religion is the opium of the masses. Well, I'd say now binge watching streaming services is the opium of the masses. You want to rile up the public, break down the internet. 
I have never been so upset as when the internet went out right in the middle of one of the episodes of The Crown. Oh, I was very, I was like, no. Um, yes. Uh, we are broadcasting from West Hollywood, Brandon. Um, and that is it for us today, y'all. We appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with more news and nonsense. Uh, we are grateful for your patronage, for your tips, your participation, and your comments.